but really the message today is about the importance of the Word of God and how it can change people's lives. Uh, there was a group of Gideons overseas who were handing out little testaments. And as, as they did so, they saw this young lady, this young girl, uh, approaching them. She was kind of sneaking down hallways and, and trying to be real careful about who saw her as she approached. And finally, she got near enough that she peeked around a doorpost and held out her hand and said, please, mister, a Bible. She was desperate for that Word of God. She knew that they were handing it out to people and that, uh, that she could tell that people's lives were being changed by it and she wanted a copy for herself. She, to me, is symbolic of a, of a world out there that's lost without the Word of God. A lot of people, whether it be in our own country or overseas, who are looking for something more in their life. Um, <clears throat> kind of, I guess our, our Sunday school discussion this morning sort of reminded me uh, based on some of the video that we watched of, of our own attitudes, sometimes we kind of forget what else is out there in the world. You know, we come to a church and we're surrounded by Bibles in our churches. We have Bibles on our bookshelves at home, but there are billions of people out there who do not have that access to the Word of God. We had a, a young lady in our youth group not too long ago who talked about going to high school and for the first time actually discovering that there are people out there who are not Christians. She had no idea until somebody at lunch one day claimed to be an atheist. And so I think a lot of times we get into our own little nests or cocoons and sort of forget what's out there in the rest of the world. That there's a, a world of people out there who are lost and looking for the Word of God. That's what the Gideon organization exists for. We're out there as an organization of business and professional men who are dedicated to distributing God's Word and personal witnessing. We're members of local churches, and the organization is over 100 years old. Um, right now, we're in approximately 200 different countries, and, and having testaments and Bibles printed in 100 different languages. That's an amazing accomplishment that can only be done by the hand of God. We're an extension of your local church, so you can look at us as sort of a a missionary or evangelistic branch of your church that you can support. Uh, some churches like the one I go to are too small to have our own missionaries going overseas, yet this is a way we can help reach people all over the world. This is a partnership between churches and the Gideon ministry. And we use that to get Bibles and Testaments into the hands of people who are in what we call the cross lanes of life. In hotels, prisons, hospitals, doctor's offices, and military bases. Um, oftentimes, these are highly trafficked locations where people are really needing and searching for something. We have a desire to see that the lost come to Christ, and we take serious that command that Christ gives us in Matthew chapter 28 to go and make disciples of all nations. Again, that's something we talked about in Sunday school today, making disciples of people, not just you know, loving them, not just doing things for them, but actually making disciples. It's about changing lives for eternity. And that's done through the prayers and support of churches like this. Now, the Gideons have been in existence since 1908. And in that time, over 2 billion copies of Scripture have been given out. And if you take them all, whether it be a little testament like this or a full Bible, and you lay them all end to end, they would go around the earth about six times at the equator. which That's, that's a lot of... Bibles. It's a lot of God's Word out there in the world. We're 
taught by uh, the prophet Isaiah in chapter 55, verses 10 and 11. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and will prosper in the thing for which I sent it. And that's God's promise to us. It happens countless times every year. I think last year it was over 80 million copies of Scripture were given out. And that's two and a half every second somewhere in the world. If you go on the Gideon's website, you can see hundreds and hundreds of testimonies of people, how their lives have been changed by God's Word. But rather than me try to tell you about a few of those, we have a couple of videos I wanted to share. Uh, The first is a man who, as he'll tell you, was wandering through a park one day, high on drugs. Go ahead and start that. prostitution. I was just trying to find something to fill the void that was in my life. I thought maybe if I had more things or had more drugs, maybe that would be the solution, but it wasn't. It was a park similar to this right here, uh, occupied by homeless. And I remember that, that Saturday morning, I had got up early Took a couple of hits of acid, tooted some coke, and I went for a walk in that county park in Battle Creek, Michigan. Here I was, a reject from the military. My third wife had walked out on me, and I just felt there's nothing else left but to commit suicide. But then there were some men in the park that day. They was witnessing to the homeless, and they were giving them these little testaments. And one of them came up to me, had a big smile on his face, and he said, do you know Jesus? And that young man, he took that little testament and he opened it and he showed me, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And I personalized that. For God so loved Leroy Kennedy that he gave his only begotten son. Then he opened it to the book of Romans and he showed me how I can pray and ask Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. It was that day I prayed. I asked Jesus to forgive me. I asked him to come into my heart, clean up my life, and to make me somebody. And the Lord heard that prayer, and the Lord answered that prayer. And I want you to know I was instantly healed from my dependency of drugs. And I, the rehab centers didn't do it, but when I asked Jesus to come into my life, my life was cleaned up, and I was clear-headed of the drugs. And you know, for the first time, that void that I had been carrying around all of my life, all of a sudden it was, I felt like a new person. I, I felt whole, I felt complete.
A few days ago, I was reading my morning devotional, and the verse for that day was from Psalms. It was 73, chapter 73, verse 24. And it says, You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me to glory. I don't know if any of you have ever read the morning and evening devotionals by Charles Spurgeon. Sometimes they can be a little tough to get through because of the, uh, the older English language that's used. Uh, but to kind of paraphrase his interpretation of this is that the Holy Scripture is God's counsel to us. We're happy to have God's Word as our constant guide. And he compares it to uh, what is a sailor without his compass? In the same way, what is a Christian without the Bible? We as Christians know the importance of God's Word. We know that it is something that should be a guide for us. The Bible is the basic instruction book for living on earth. Uh, It's something that should guide our thoughts, our beliefs, our very lives, and how we live. But what about non-Christians? People like Leroy Kennedy who don't have that guidance in their life. What is it that they fill their lives with? He filled it with alcohol and drugs. Others fill it with sex, with material things, money, fame. There's so many things out there in this world that people try to fill their lives with. This past summer, I, I had the, the blessing to be able to go on an eighth mission trip with our youth group from our church. And, and this was in West Virginia. Not someplace overseas, but a small town in West Virginia where countless people were filling their lives with, with drugs and alcohol. And you could see the effects on their community and on the young children that are there in that community. So providing God's Word to people is, is, to me, the ultimate solution for filling that void that they're trying to fill with all these other things. I've got one more video to watch. It's, it's kind of dated. It's, it's an older video, um, but I think it has a real powerful message. The statistics on it are, are definitely out of date, so don't pay any attention to those, but it has a very important message for us. The drugs had totally devastated our lives and her life was so out of control that she could no longer work. Amy's soul was in constant turmoil and as a mother, I just wanted to fix it and make it all better, but it was beyond the power that I had. We had committed her to a hospital and 
when I went to visit her, she told me, look what someone brought me last night. And it was a Gideon Bible. I don't really know what scripture it was that touched her heart. I just know that the girl that went into the hospital was not the girl that came out. She was just so fresh and new again. Her mind was totally clear. Shortly thereafter, almost one year to the day, she was uh, in an automobile accident and the Lord decided to call her home. I would love to see her raise a family and I would love to see her what she would have been in life. But I had my promise of her in eternity because someone cared. I went to a motel on Christmas Eve. I intended to end my life. I lived most of my life out of control. I had uh, used drugs and alcohol. I was put out of my home. My wife told me to leave. And as I'm sitting in that room, I noticed the book lying on top of the TV. And I looked down and I saw that it was a Gideon Bible. And I thought, who needs that? And I took my hand and I swiped it off on the floor. Well, it fell at my feet, but it fell open. What I read changed my life. It said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Today, I'm a pastor. <laughs> my family's been restored. My wife has forgiven me. We work together in ministry. All of this because of one Bible in one room and one night. Thank God for the Gideons and thank God for the Bibles that they put in the, in the motel rooms. While we were in West Virginia, um, the, the hopelessness, and especially the kids, was something that was, I thought, especially disturbing. And there was one little girl, that a friend of mine, who was picking up and dropping off kids for the Bible school program. Um, he was trying to get her out of the street because she was standing there and wouldn't move. And finally he said, look, you need to get out of the street or a car is going to hit you. And she just looked at him and said, so what? Then I'll die. Nobody cares. Nobody loves me. And the little girl in that video really reminds me of her. And so that to me is, is the most important part of, of sharing the Word of God to show that there is a God out there that loves you. In Romans chapter 10, verses 14 and 15, it says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And that's what we do when we hand out God's Word to people, is we're bringing them good news, we're bringing them hope in a life that might otherwise have none. So that is what we as Gideons are called to do. That is the sole purpose of the ministry, is to share God's Word with people. Um, We'd love to have your support in that. First off, prayer support is vital. Uh, Paul t teaches us in Colossians chapter 4 to devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ. There's a lot of doors in this world that have closed on us. There's countries, especially in the Middle East, that we can't get into. There's even places right here 
in our own communities, in public schools where we can't distribute God's Word. And we, we believe that it is with prayer support of congregations like this that that can be changed. That's the only way to make this ministry successful. Also, we're, we're always appreciative of any kind of financial support. Uh, the Gideon organization, all funding is done by Gideons themselves. So any donation you make, every penny of that goes toward putting a little New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs like this into someone's hands for only a dollar twenty-five, and full Bibles are um, are put out there with just a five-dollar donation. We also have a Gideon greeting card program that I think is one of the most underutilized ministry tools we have out there on your table in the entryway there's a bunch of these cards they're free therefore things like um, you know if somebody's experienced the loss of a loved one you can send a sympathy card there's cards for uh, honoring someone on some kind of accomplishment it's a free card and instead of sending flowers that might fade away you can actually give something that's eternal you can make a donation in that person's name Um, we also are always looking for additional workers. So if any of you are business or professional men who are wanting to experience that joy of sharing God's word with people, please talk to me, talk to Mr. Euler. Um, we'd be happy to, to talk with you more about the Gideon ministry. Uh, you know, I mentioned that two billion number, two billion copies have been given out by the Gideons and it's taken over a hundred years. Right now, just in the nations of India and China alone, there's approximately two billion people that do not have God's Word. China is just finally starting to open up a little bit to us. We can take Bibles to churches that are registered with the government, but that's the only place where we can take Bibles right now. Um, but if you think about it, it's taken over 100 years to p- pass out 2 billion Bibles. And right now there's 2 billion people in just those two countries who need God's Word and are only going to get that if somebody provides it to them. I thank you all. Thank you so much for your past support of the Gideons. Thank you for allowing us to be here today. We really appreciate what you do in your community and what you do for uh, our organization. God bless you.